0: Hey, it's Greg with another episode of the Bite Size Wise podcast. Picking up again on our series of the Eightfold Path to Enlightenment and the Step on the Path or the Spoke on the Wheel of Life for today is Whole and Complete Mindfulness or Awareness. The idea is that this... Complete mindfulness is supposed to help us overcome the five hindrances that I talked about yesterday and lead us to better awareness of the true nature of reality. Uh, I mentioned him yesterday, but the, the Vietnamese Zen Buddhist monk who just passed away, Thich Nhat Hanh, said, when right mindfulness is present, the Four Noble Truths and the rest of the Eightfold Path are also present. The idea behind this, and you probably already know this because mindfulness has been kind of the, the, the hot topic for personal development or the hot topic for solving practically every situation we have for the last several years now, almost everywhere you turn. There's somebody or something talking about mindfulness, whether that is stopping for a minute to breathe and look at some little um, crazy picture on your on your Apple Watch. I mean, even the Apple Watch is getting in on the mindfulness trend, if you will. But the idea is to try and be completely aware of the present moment and fully aware of the present moment and fully present in right now in both body and mind, meaning that we are not worried about the past. We are not worried about the future. We are only worried about this instant. And of course, every time you say that, it's a new this instant. So, you know, it can be a little bit tricky, but it could be as simple as, and I think I mentioned this yesterday's, Uh, Since the first of the year, I have started with two minutes in the morning of just trying to be mindful of my breathing. Now, because I'm brand new to this practice, I am like everyone else who is just starting out and just loaded with thoughts that pop into my mind that get my attention. It's only now that I've been doing this for about five weeks that I'm able to begin to ignore those thoughts or more appropriately acknowledge that they're there and then bring my attention back to my breathing. I have chosen to focus on breathe in, breathe out because it gives me an easy point to focus on. So the idea behind the whole and complete mindfulness and or awareness is that we are eventually supposed to be able to release our habitual need to judge things by whether we like them or whether we don't. They simply are, and we are simply learning to accept them more and more objectively so that we release our need to subjectively judge and rate things. Because it's that need, that attachment to rating, that attachment to judging, that it, that attachment to determining if we need to like something or if we do like it or don't like it. It's that attachment that brings us into the position of anxiety or anxiousness or suffering or whichever words we're going to use to translate the dukkha. Mindfulness also allows for, or I should say whole and complete mindfulness and awareness, also allow for us to develop three basic capabilities, which would be to fully do whatever it is we're doing, rather than, for example, I fall into this way too much when I'm at work, I think of home, and when I'm at home, I think of work rather than thinking of work when I'm at work and home when I'm at home. But I'm getting better because I'm learning to be more mindful. I do not by any means expect to be perfect at this right away, or even reasonably good right away. My expectation right now, and and you know, that's a that's a balancing act, because I'm trying to learn not to have too many expectations for things, especially things that I haven't learned how to control or I haven't learned the true nature of yet. But I'm learning to think of work when I'm at work and think of home when I'm at home. And yes, this is very difficult when I'm in a work-from-home situation like I am right now. And work and home seem to be intermingled so easily. But it's up to me to... Be mindful of when I'm doing work things and when I'm doing home things. Okay. So, one thing to be aware of, even though the most common way of approaching mindfulness, as it's been done in the last few years in our society at large, we don't have to do this completely or only through meditation, but whatever you're doing you can start to practice bringing all of your attention both mind and body into that present moment so like brother lawrence when i was uh, studying prayer a few years ago i was brought in touch with a little teeny book from an old catholic monk named brother lawrence and it was all about doing the dishes And doing the dishes as he approached it was a sacrifice to God, a sacrifice of his effort and his attention, because as he was doing the dishes, he did them to the best of his ability, and he made that an offering to God. You can do the same thing to just be mindful. Instead of just quickly rinsing a dish and putting it in the dishwasher or quickly scrubbing a dish and putting it on a rinse rack or something like that, Just take an extra moment to be fully present, to feel the water or to feel the sponge or to feel the scrub pad or to feel the dishwashing cloth, to feel the suds, to feel the plate or the bowl, to just be completely present in that moment and take notice of the dish and the water and the food particles in your hands and everything that's there And something like that could be an easy way to begin practicing mindfulness and awareness. Now, another thing that I was learning, when I was learning, oddly enough, I was learning to do something in Bible study called exegesis. And that's a Greek word for drawing out the lesson that's in there or drawing out the principle that's in a passage And one way the instructor, the professor taught us how to do this was to simply look at the passage over and over. And the way he got this concept into our head was he got a picture of a fish, just some picture of a fish he had found online, and he had us look at that fish For three minutes doesn't seem like a long time but three minutes gets to be an incredibly long time when you're staring at a fish picture and the reason he had us do that is by being mindful and becoming more and more aware of what we were looking at with this picture we started to see all kinds of little details it's the same as when I first got my telescope and you know a little hobby hobby size telescope and one of the first things that a friend taught me about that was to stay at the eyepiece for longer than you think is necessary and when I asked him why he said well because at first your brain is overwhelmed with the details and the longer you stay at the eyepiece the more time you give your brain to sort out the details And the more your brain is able to start paying attention to each of the details in turn and give you the ability to see the beauty of what it is you're looking at. So whether you're looking at a planet through a telescope or washing the dishes or simply watching your child enjoy something they're doing or watching your partner enjoy something they're doing, take a few extra seconds to practice being wholly present in that moment the more we do that the more mindful the more aware we can be and then the more we can start to live and be a part of the noble truths and the eightfold path so as always if you've enjoyed the podcast found any value here i would ask that you please tell a friend Hope that you subscribe in whatever platform you're listening on so that you never miss an episode. If you would take a minute out of your life to give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that really helps me improve the show and helps other people find the show as well. And in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful, mindful, aware day or night or evening whenever you're listening to this. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay.